Hello? Are we on the air? Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast, where we ask not what's in your head, but what your head is in. Prepare to be inspired. Inspired to change your environment, change your mindset, and ultimately change your life. Willpower doesn't work, people. If you truly want to move away from stress and anxiety, you have to start with your environment. With your environment. So let's go. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Happiness is loading. Is loading. Welcome to the Beyond the Mind podcast. Hello, podcast world. I am your host, Ian Highfield. And I want to take this opportunity to wish everyone uh, out there, whether they listen to this show or not, a very, very happy Christmas and all the best for 2021. Uh, I am in a gorgeous little cottage um, in Brewster on Cape Cod. Uh, I have taken uh, a pretty long time out uh, from work. A full 14 days, phone detox, social media detox, very, very rarely checking my emails, and I am relaxing uh, in the the cold Boston-type weather, um, just chilling, doing some reading, trying to uh, sharpen my tools when it comes to the stock market, doing some journaling, uh, plenty of exercising, uh, going running and doing yoga every day, and just really trying to have a nice break uh, and, and decompressing. Uh, one of my next podcasts, I'm going to fill you in on what it was like to do a, a phone detox uh, for someone who runs a business basically through their phone. Um, I was a little bit apprehensive, um, but it's been awesome, and I'm going to cover that probably one of my first podcasts that I'll do in 2021. Uh, but prior to that, I want to talk about New Year's resolutions today. Um, I have been cooking shepherd's pie, making Brussels sprouts with butter and bacon. I have been chefing up the corned beef hash for breakfast. And while I was doing that, my, my mind was wandering because I've been journaling, I've been doing yoga, I've been staying away from my phone, really taking care of myself. My mind was wandering and I just started to think about my own personal New Year's resolutions. Uh, and because of the, the job that I do and the clients that I work with, I'm pretty skilled now in the in the goal setting department and understanding how I'm going to create this positive change in, in my life. So if I want to set myself a New Year's resolution, something that I want to achieve in 2021, there's a process that I will follow. There's a process that I've seen successful people follow. And there is a, a process that I teach people to go through. And I've, I've been through that uh, on the podcast before. Um, but I worry for the people that in 2021 will be super motivated after the disappointments maybe they faced in 2020 and they get up on the 1st of January and they're pumped and they get on their Peloton, they eat healthy and they're all in, they're all in. But because maybe some of the processes aren't quite there, this motivation dwindles pretty quickly and 
older undesired habits kind of sneak their way back in into life and then you find yourself in the same situation in 2022 making the same new year's resolutions and you're just that little bit further away so how can we set new year's resolutions how can we create this positive change into our world ready for for 2021 and make it a habit make them stick um well I think there are certain key elements that we want to look at within ourselves first. Our own personal psychological habits. If they're not strong, we are not going to be able to stick to the desired New Year's resolution that we create. So we have to look at our own personal habits and then we also have to look at our own personal environment. If our environment is going to pull us away from that positive change that we want, for example, you might want to go to the gym because you want to be Instead of a 36-inch waist, you want to be a 34, or there might be some clothes that you want to get into, or there might be a fitness challenge that you're doing. But if your environment, if the people closest to you don't exercise and don't go to the gym and don't make time for that, eventually that the power of that environment is going to pull you back. So when we are making a New Year's resolution, we have to really consider what kind of psychology... What kind of mindset do we need to be able to implement this? And then also, what environmental factors around us are going to hinder us, are going to help us? And we're going to jump into that a little bit today. So I recently released my third book, uh, Creating Positive Change. The book on corporate and personal mindset is the title. And... This book really discusses, I guess, eight critical success factors. So if you want to have positive change in your world, I've noticed over the last decade uh, being a performance coach, working with high-performance athletes, corporate executives, and just all-round well-functioning, strong people that go after their goals, I've noticed a pattern in, in the way that they think. And their mindset contains the following eight factors. Happiness, goal setting, process focus, resilience, failure, mindset, leadership, and excellence. So some of those are, are a little broad, but I'm going to go into them in, in more detail on this podcast, and then I may break it down and do a podcast on on each separate one that, that I believe will complement the book nicely. But for today, I want you to think, okay, if my New Year's resolution is to give up smoking, or my New Year's resolution is to eat less sugar, or my New Year's resolution is to lose um, 12 pounds, what kind of mindset do you need? Let's dial it back a little bit. Instead of thinking about that outcome, let's think about what mindset do you need? If you were happier, would maybe those other goals fall into place? If you had the ability to set goals, like an elite performer, would that help? If you were process focused, if you had this understanding of what processes would take you there, would that help? If you were more resilient, if your mindset was more resilient, if the environment around you encouraged resilience, 
would that help you? Failure, if you could embrace failure more, would that potentially help some of these other goals fall into place and not just become a New Year's resolution that's disappeared in February, but become an actual habit in your life? If you had a positive mindset, if you could find positivity in areas where maybe other people can't, would that help you? If you were a leader, if you had leadership qualities, or if you strived for excellence. So happiness, goal setting, process focus, resilience, failure, mindset, leadership, and excellence. Think of those eight critical success factors. Is there one that you could build a New Year's resolution round? Just, just think about that. I'll read them again. And they're, they're all cited in my book, Creating Positive Change. These eight critical success factors are happiness, goal setting, process focus, resilience, failure, mindset, leadership, and excellence. So just take a few seconds and ask yourself which one of those shifts in psychology which one of those if 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 it was magic and we could install one of those as a program download one into your brain which one of those eight critical success factors do you need the most which is going to help you create positive change and maybe make those other goals fall into place okay if you have one in your mind now what you would need What you really need is you need some education. You need some education in why this is a critical success factor. Then what you need is some inspiration. It's okay listening to me on the podcast. Um, I teach a lot, though, from a standpoint of failure. You know, I didn't... I didn't make the grade that I wanted to as an athlete. I didn't necessarily make the grades in school that I wanted to. And it was only after failing and failing and failing until the age of 26 or 27 years old that I, that I flipped this, this switch in my mind and decided to develop these, these qualities myself and, and then study it and then coach it. So I'm actually coming from a standpoint of failure. So when, when the book that I've written or when myself is going to provide some inspiration, uh, we're going to do it from with an unbelievable story, a story that will actually, in your mind, you'll almost doubt it, uh, but it would give you some drive and some motivation and some belief to be like, well, if this guy can do it or if this girl can do it, I can do it. So... Again, go back, think of those eight critical success factors. Which one could you implement as a New Year's resolution? Then you've got to track down some education on this. You've got to understand why it's a critical success factor. Then the second part, you've got to be inspired. You've got to be inspired to create change. Change is going to come through either the pleasure of moving towards something or the pain of not changing eventually could drive you away from it. And understanding the pain and the the stress that other people have had to fight through, how motivated they were, the adversity they overcame, can often be a catalyst for, for changing us. And then finally, once you've got this education and this inspiration, you need to make that change in your world. Remember, willpower doesn't work. If you truly want to create positive change in your world, you have to make changes to your environment. So if we take 
I am just going to randomly pick one of these factors. Let's go with resilience. Let's go with resilience. If we decide, okay, 2021 is the year of resilience. Now, you need some education on that. So if you purchase my book uh, and go to chapter five, resilience kicks off with an amazing study, uh, a study called Don't Eat the Marshmallow. So this is basically where children were left alone in a room (laughs) with a marshmallow for 15 minutes and they were filmed. And they were told if they didn't eat the marshmallow, they would be given two. So the marshmallow would go from one to two. But if they ate the marshmallow within 15 minutes, then they wouldn't get a second one. Now, the crazy thing about this study, and if you get the chance, just put it in YouTube. Don't eat the marshmallow TED Talk. Put that in YouTube and you can watch this. And the crazy thing about this study was that the children that ate the marshmallow straight away got instant gratification. They didn't show the resilience to wait. They didn't have the mindset or the resilience to wait 15 minutes. Those children didn't achieve as well in school or necessarily with their goals after school at the collegiate level, as well as the children that delayed the gratification. They didn't achieve as well as the children that didn't eat the marshmallow. So there's something about being resilient, fighting, delaying gratification, thinking about the bigger picture. This study highlights this for us. And we talk a little bit about this in the book. And if you can read the book or if you watch the YouTube video, you'll start to understand, okay, yeah, the delaying of gratification, me being a little more resilient. I I didn't get the results I wanted today. I didn't get the results I wanted over the last six months, but that's okay. Show the resilience, keep pushing. Ultimately, don't eat the marshmallow. So the book starts with that. Um, giving you that education on resilience. And then as you shift gears and you now need, like you're in, you understand it. It's like, yes, I get it. I really understand that I need to be more resilient in 2021. And this makes sense to me. The scientific research and education makes sense to me. Well, now we have to shift gears and inspire you. And in this book, we go on and we talk a little bit about a guy called Brian Banks. So Brian Banks was actually a man who played in the NFL for the Atlanta Falcons and he made his debut at 28 years old. 28 years old. He went on this journey from being a high school um, recruit. Unfortunately, he was incarcerated for a crime that he didn't commit. He came out. Um, He obviously didn't go to college He lost his college scholarships. He came out of of incarceration and he had to wear a bracelet around his ankle. But he fought to prove his innocence. And it's just an unbelievable story of delayed gratification. This guy was so resilient through all this turmoil. He fought and he fought and he fought. And he ended up playing um, in the NFL made his debut at the age of 28. So his dream was cruelly and wrongly taken away from him. But he ended up making his debut at 28 years old. It's actually a a movie you can watch on Netflix, uh, The Brian Banks Story, and, and it's phenomenal. 
But this highlights, this inspires you to make these changes that you need. So if you're, if you want to be more resilient in 2021, look up the, the marshmallow experiment on the TED Talk. Watch the Brian Banks movie on Netflix and then you'll be educated in why resilience and delayed gratification is so important. And Brian Banks will be like the living standard, the ultimate highest standard that you can see of delayed gratification and resilience. And then ultimately what you need, switching gears again, that third step, you now need some practical application. So after you've been educated by the TED Talk and and understanding the experiment, uh, don't eat the marshmallow, then you've been inspired by Brian Banks, we now have to understand, okay, what are the practical changes that we need to make in our environment? Maybe there's a habit in there that you need to get rid of. Maybe you want to break a habit um, and it's going to take resilience. It's going to take delayed gratification it's gonna you're gonna have to make a shift from something in your life that you do maybe it's smoking maybe it's playing uh, computer games whatever it might be if something that you're doing too much drinking soda and you want to shift away from that now if you understand resilience and the education that you've been given if you are inspired by this story of someone who's absolutely resilient and delayed gratification, now you will be more in a position to develop that psychological habit of excellence. And this is where your um, your New Year's resolution can then be a success. You're setting yourself up for success because you've got the education and the inspiration to now change the environment and practically apply resilience into your world. So an example of this that I give in my book is let's say let's say you're a uh, someone who plays games too much. That's a very uh, current one. Or someone who goes on social media too much. So you want to reduce your time playing Xbox um, or being on social media. So there's often a cue an action and a reward. So the cue could be you walk into the room and you see your games console or you see your phone. The action is normally to turn it on, even though you have homework to do, or to grab your phone, even though you've got loved ones to connect with and talk with, and you get sucked into that gaming world or you get sucked into that um, social media scrolling world. But there is a reward to that. You get this instant dopamine hit and you enjoy the instant gratification. But ultimately, when you're living your life like that, you will now know you're going against everything that the marshmallow experiment proved and you're going against everything that the Brian Banks story highlighted um, is a trait in super, super successful people. So we have to break that loop so you've got to you've got to replace the action and this is where you need to change your environment so for example you now walk into the room you see your phone or you see your games console you got to drop to the floor and you got to do some push-ups or you've got to do some star jumps or you've got to meditate or you've got to stretch you've got to change the habit you can't just stop 
You cannot just stop. And ultimately, if you do the star jumps for long enough, if you do some push-ups, if you meditate, the urge, the natural urge that you get from that cue will, um, will disperse. And you'll now be in a position to make a more educated choice. So you can go and do your homework. You can go and sit at the dinner table and conduct a meaningful conversation. But you have to be able to, you have to be educated, you have to be inspired, and then you have to be willing to put this into your environment. So ultimately, the way that you can do this is the way I did it. I did it with a couple of things in my life. I actually put pictures of Brian Banks um, on my phone. And every time I was going to scroll through social media, I would see Brian Banks and it would act as a trigger. It would remember how it would remind me how inspiring his story was. That is a tangible physical change in my environment that acts as a trigger that takes my mind back to how motivated I felt. And then obviously I link that back with the don't eat the marshmallow. And I know the importance of being resilient. I know the importance of delayed gratification. And ultimately then I'm in a stronger position to now make the right decision because a lot of times these processes in our brains they're just automated we don't know that we're just going into game it's just taking control of us we don't know that we're just going on social media and missing out on so much it's taking control of us so the final part this practical application uh, in my book I recommend like a seven-day challenge um, and then also if this doesn't work if you fail during the seven-day challenge um, there's other ways that that we can change your environment to really help you change your mindset and move towards that positive change that you want that may have been your initial new year's resolution but now it should not be so whatever your new year's resolutions were think about the mindset and maybe make them your resolution. So now we're looping all the way back around to the start of the podcast. Happiness, goal setting, process focus, resilience is the one that we really just homed in on this podcast. Failure, mindset, leadership, and excellence. Which one of those could be your overarching um, New Year's resolution? Is 2021 going to be the year of happiness? And then what is happiness? Educate yourself in happiness. Inspire yourself to be happier. And then make those practical changes to your environment. Is 2021 the year of goal setting? Are you going to become a weekly goal setter, a daily goal setter, a monthly goal setter? What is goal setting? Educate yourself in the science of goal setting. Do some research. Be inspired Find the amazing, inspirational people um, that set goals. Copy them, follow them, and apply it into your world. Maybe 2021 is the year of failure. Maybe 2021 is the year of leadership. Maybe it's not even one of these eight critical success factors that, that I've written about in my book. Maybe it's something else for you. But what is it going to be? What is it going to be? What is 2021 the year of? Make that decision and then become educated, become inspired, 
and practically apply those changes into your world. This will then help everything else fall into place. The power of the environment is so big when it comes to this. Get educated, get inspired, and then make those environmental changes. And if you need help, go to ianhighfield.com. I have a free download um, that you can take advantage of. Um, that is basically a synopsis of my book, I would say. Um, if you believe in this podcast and believe in the content and, and believe in my coaching enough, just jump on Amazon, um, buy the book, Creating Positive Change. No need for a free download if you want to go all in. Creating Positive Change, the book on corporate and personal mindset. It's on Amazon for nineteen ninety nine. Um, and it really is a very simple way of educating, inspiring, and helping you create positive change through exceptional science and research done by people far, far smarter than me, and then motivational, inspirational, inspiring stories from people that have that I've studied, that have inspired me, um, some of them that I've connected with and spoken to, and really see what they're achieving in their life and think that their story is one to be heard because it can create, it can be the catalyst, it can be the, the ignition, the spark that we need to then make those changes to our environment. Uh, and then that again is also covered in the book, how you can create those changes, practical tasks that force your mindset to change as the environment shifts around you. So you can go to ianhighfield.com, I-A-I-N-H-I-G-H-F-I-E-L-D, and get the free sample um, of the book. Uh, three Keys to Positive Change, I believe it's called. You can jump on Amazon and buy the book, Creating Positive Change. Um, I would love to, to get some feedback from people that have purchased it and that are reading it. Uh, and you can also book a free 30-minute power call with me. If you believe that maybe I can help you personally um, or you want some guidance and advice on how you practically apply these changes into your world, you want some more inspirational figures um, that, I've, that I've written about in this book, you want some information on them, uh, or you want some more about the science and research of, of those eight critical success factors, reach out to me if you truly want to make positive change into your world. I'm happy to give up 30 minutes of my time at no charge to just help educate, inspire, and help you practically apply what you need so that you can be the best version of yourself. So three options, a free download, purchase the book off Amazon, or go to ianhighfield.com, go to the calendar section, and book a free 30-minute power call with me. Um, this has been fun. I did not intend on doing this podcast. I was just having these thoughts running through my mind. Um, I've ripped it off first take with no notes, so I'm pretty proud of myself. Um, I guess the only thing um, that I have left to say is I'm extremely grateful, extremely grateful for every single download uh, that I received in 2020. Um, the power calls that I've been giving out, 
the the downloads, everything has has been growing. Um, people have been so awesome with their encouragement, um, and I'm just glad that in this crazy year where there's so much negativity, uh, that hopefully I've been able to um, educate and inspire some people to move towards environments that can help them be the best version of themselves. So, happy Christmas to everyone. Uh, happy New Year. Uh, Let's make 2020 a great year and I look forward to hearing from everyone. Um, Comment below uh, if you want to have a specific guest on the podcast or would like me to cover a specific topic. Um, Follow me, Ian, I-A-I-N, hyphy, H-I-F-E-Y, underscore B-T-M. Ian Hyphy underscore BTM. Comment on any of my Instagram posts. Um, if you have a specific podcast that you would like me to cover in 2021, I think I'm going to kick off with what I learned from my phone detox uh, and then hopefully uh, get a few incredible guests on uh, who can educate and inspire you even more so than me. Um, so that's it. That's enough from me. Happy Christmas. Happy New Year. Um, and remember, Willpower isn't going to work if you truly want to make positive change in your world, then you have to change your environment. Ask not what's in your head, ask what your head is in. Happy New Year, everyone. See you in 2021. You've just taken a step forward to making a positive change in your life. That's right. You're one step closer to leaving frustration, stress, and anxiety behind. This was the Beyond the Mind podcast. Let's apply some positive change into your world. Into your world.